Hey friends, it's time for another One Block Talk. This is John Jay, and I am in Old Town Pasadena today. Um, we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit, or the Holy Ghost. Um, this is, uh, I think, the second of these talks. First one was a blessing for air from a book by John O'Donohue called To Bless the Space Between Us. Um, but yeah, let's get started. I wanted to share a few thoughts uh, preliminarily here about what we would call the third person of the Trinity. Um, now, we're going to talk about Trinitarian theology a little bit later, so I don't want to dive too deeply into the inner relationships between uh, the three uh, persons of the Trinity. But today we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit. Now, uh, Holy Spirit is... Uh, I've told people this week, as we've talked about it, uh, just in preparing for teaching on Sunday and in reading, that I, I have always felt a kind of deficiency in being able to articulate what I believe and what I think about the Holy Spirit. And a part of me thinks that might in fact be by design. There's this image in, uh, I think it's in Celtic uh, Christianity, about the spirit as like a wild goose. And that actually really resonates with me, partly because this idea of like a honking, kind of haphazard, very wild uh, bird, as opposed to sort of the lovely cooing dove image we're all used to, uh, that, that resonates with my own core. But also, it speaks to the strangeness of the spirit as this force in the world. Um, the first time we really hear the language of spirit, it's in the uh, Hebrew Bible in the book of Genesis, and it's in like the second verse. So in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, uh, Bereshi bara Elohim. Uh, and it says that the earth was tovu vavohu, was, was wildness and waste, and that the spirit uh, of God hovered over the face of the deep. Now, this language of spirit of God is uh, the word ruach, with the guttural at the end, ruach. Uh, Ruach Elohim, the Spirit of God. And the word Ruach is translated in the Greek as the word pneuma, uh, often rendered with like a silent P at the beginning. And these words, uh, in every language, every word has like a semantic range to it, which basically means it can mean this, or it can mean that, or it can mean that. And I love when words have a really expansive set of meanings because it often speaks to the, uh, the kind of relationality between all of those meanings inside one word. And the word for for spirit in both Greek and Hebrew, it speaks to a very similar semantic range or set of meanings. Uh, you may have heard this before. So, of course, it means spirit, but it also means wind. Uh, and I'm, I'm sharing this as I'm walking around Old Town and it's like a decently windy day because it's about to rain for the second time in Southern California in 2019. Uh, so, you know, wind is one of these things where you can see its effects. If you have leaves or you have dirt or you have, uh, like fabric, you can, you can feel the wind, but in terms of like seeing it directly, yeah, that's a whole different thing. You can see its interaction with reality, but it's very hard to understand wind as its own kind of entity. Um, that reminds me of spirit that, that often you, I've encountered the spirit in its intersecting with other parts of material reality. Um, now, so you've got spirit. Spirit, you've got wind, and then the third uh, definition or meaning for this word ruach and the word pneuma in the Greek is breath. Now, there's some obvious reasons that these words are all connected. Uh, breathing creates a kind of airflow, and um, breath and wind have had this kind of relationship across time. 
Um, but also these are the words that gets picked up in this idea of spirit. And the reason I love especially the breath connection to spirit is while I mentioned at the beginning of this talk that understanding spirit is difficult um, for me and for a lot of people in part because of its, uh, its kind of a slippery ethereal qualities. But I also am very rarely aware of my own breathing. Now, if you're a much more contemplative and well-balanced person than me, you might have a very good practice of deep breathing, and it's been born out of, uh, out of routine and out of rhythm and out of uh, awareness and intentionality. But I'm, I'm like a terrible breather when I get anxious or I get stressed. I hold my breath, and my partner, uh, Corey, she'll always say, like, John Jay, breathe. And I'll realize that I'm taking these really belabored breaths. Um, but most of the time, we're not aware of our breathing. It just happens, and it sustains us. And if you've ever watched a movie where somebody is uh, like trapped in a really small space and they can't breathe or where somebody's underwater for too long, you know, you're like sitting there in a chair or couch and all of a sudden you feel like you can't breathe. I mean, even right now talking about it, I'm feeling a shortness of breath. And immediately when I start to think about the absence of breath, I become really aware of my dependency on it, my need for it and my gratitude that this breathing brings life and circles, circulates material reality through my body. I mean, even think about what your body is doing in a breath, right? It's taking in what it needs from the air, invisible and yet full of what we need. And it moves it through our entire bodies, through our lungs and our blood, uh, life and vitality. And in fact, our very breathing is, is absorbed by the breathing of the earth and, and of nature and of plants and all of a sudden breathing is not just this thing I do to keep myself sustained but it is in fact like a pulsing that is happening within all of creation and what does it mean to think about the pulsing at the core of all of creation being related to the spirit of God that's like a big idea um, but it's beautiful and when I can bring my awareness to breathing, my own breathing. It helps me to understand how I might bring awareness and intentionality to spirit, to God's spirit. My inability to comprehend is not dependent on the spirit's ability to be present. In the same way that my own ability to comprehend my breathing uh, does not mean that I am not in fact breathing. So I just offer that as we begin these conversations and as you think about the spirit in your own life, um, you might feel like this is a strange and distant idea, and that's okay, uh, because the reality of God's Spirit is that it is as close as your very breathing, built into the language and into this deep reality. So let's take a breath together, just, just one deep breath in and out, and thank God for the gift of Spirit. Grace and peace, friends. We'll talk soon. Bye.